What up, y'all? Welcome to the third episode of the ninth season discussing Taraji's book, Around the Way Girl. We are on episode three. We got one more episode and then we'll be done with this season. These few chapters that we read, seven through ten, were very, oh man, oh my god, like, wow. But it also had the pros of her growth, her growth in acting, her growth as a mother, her growth just like being like able to connect with herself and know when this is where I speak up, this is where I step in, but also her losing people. So between Casey crying some chapters, Kiki understanding it from raising a black son and for me as a mother understanding like you know, that single mom struggle, you know, co-parenting and also working. We understood these chapters very well. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Also, check out JD's vegan ice cream that should be sold in Walmarts uh, near you. And check out the Target brand of that uh, Black-owned ice cream, too, that's sold in Walmarts and in Target. But anyway, check out the episode. We appreciate you for checking out So What Page We On Bid podcast. Don't forget to check out our Let's Shop Bid shop that helps us provide you better seasons to come. Oh, and the new book is going to be Jennifer Lewis's book, but we'll tell you more. Listen, I have a headache. I want me some damn bread and I want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but I'm trying to be better about what the fuck my doctor said about me having bread because I don't know no limits. Okay, I'm a no limit soldier when it comes to that shit. Let me tell you something. So you know that TikTok you sent me about the black owned ice cream company that was in Target. Yeah, they're in Walmart too. So what Walmart? I went yesterday. Well, I didn't go to Walmart. I went to Kroger. So so they're in Walmart too. So when we went to Walmart the other day, we saw it. And we was just like, "Well, let's see, you know, let's do our research." Because Drew was like, "Oh, they look like they're black on," but he was by like the names yeah. and stuff. But yeah. he was like, "I'm gonna do my research and I'm gonna just figure it, and I'm gonna we'll find out later." So one of his friends told him that they are black on. Mm. So he was like, "All right, bet." So he got ice cream yesterday. And I tell you, that ice cream so motherfucking good. Is it? You, what yes. you get? This one that says this damn banana pudding. That's what I want to try. We got the, uh, I think it's the Slap Your Mama Banana Pudding, but it's yes! banana flavor. It's banana flavor, and I don't like banana flavoring, so I don't like it. Ain't that girl black owned? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I and then it. they have like, they have like, we have like an aunt something caramel pound cake. That shit is fucking good. Oh my God. I want some. And you know, it got baby- like swirls of caramel in it, and then it has like pieces of pound cake in it. Oh my God. Yeah, that shit is good. I gotta go to Walmart. What's up, big boys? Cuts. Um, you know, JD ice cream is vegan. It's supposed to be in Walmart's too. It is in Walmart. It's at the Walmart over there for uh, Howl Mill. What? I want to mm-hmm. taste. It's not at the I Walmart by me though. JD's uh, ice cream. Um. The black owned one, right? The 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 stop your mama man putting. Yeah, but we're it's... talking about. Huh? Hey, hey, hey. Go ahead, Shantae. 
No, I was saying you were saying it was a Walmart. Yeah, it's at Walmart too. But JD's, um, Kiki, like Jermaine Dupri's ice cream, vegan ice cream, it's at Walmart. Uh, well, you know I hate Walmart. Oh. But Jermaine Dupri put it at Walmart so the black folks can buy it. Yes. Um, maybe I'll go in there and look. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go to Walmart where all the black folks at because the Walmart in Marietta didn't have it. Hi, Toby. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> What's that? Um. <laughs> Anya got school tomorrow, so I would go in the morning before work. They ain't gonna work. Well, we might work because she ain't got Zoom. She just got work to do. So maybe I'll go in the morning. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I want to try that ice cream. I got this Ben and Jerry's um, uh, brownie chocolate batter stuff. It's good, but it's very rich. It is very rich. It tastes like I'm about to go on a diabetic shot every oh spoon. So I'm just like, eh, I want to sink, sink my teeth in something, and I, that's not it. And it's not chips. I don't want chips. I want, I want something. Have you seen the prices of chips? The prices of everything is going up. Oh my god! Yeah, chips is like four dollars now. Yes, and I'm just like Anya. Uh, we could pick chips. Try to get the two. You know, buy one get one. Right? <gasps> of course, you don't want the one that's buy one get one. So she ends up picking the queso chips, which oh, I well, I guess you don't want no chips then. So I was like. Don't get it. Then ain't no point in me getting the same chip because you don't eat my stuff. So I was like, fine, you get the chip. I'll just get something else. It's so annoying. But then I went to Kroger and Kroger had all of the Doritos and the Tostitos on sale. And I'm just like, now this is the chip price because that shit was $2.50. All that other shit, that's not regular chip prices. That's um, can I get me a whole sandwich with everything on that price? The price of everything is going up. I am so irritated by it. I mean, what are we going to do? I don't know. That's why I'm just like, I need some more money and less aggravation. But if you're going to aggravate me, let it show in my paycheck. I can't. I'm going to buy an ice cream machine to make my own shit. I just, I'm looking for more real estate on my countertop, and I don't want to buy anything else that belongs on my counter. Yeah. I don't. So, I I'm mean, just... desperate times, my nigga. Desperate fucking times. I did see this girl on TikTok make uh, four chicken thighs in 15 minutes in an air fryer yesterday, and I was slight jealous. But I highly want to air fryer in my new place. Listen. Man, that shit don't turn out right to me. Like that shit look nothing how it looks on camera. What it, <laughs> what it tastes like though. That's what I want to know. Does it taste yeah, like it should be tasting? Does it be tasting good? Yeah, I don't what? know. I've stuff in the air fryer. Yeah. When I make stuff in the air fryer, it tastes good, but I don't make like chicken 
and stuff in there because I feel like you you really can't put like flour and 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 stuff in there. Like it has to be already like breaded or seasoned. Well, I thought the whole point of an air fryer was like not to fry stuff that you need to put all that shit on. But see, I thought that too, but but I seen somebody on YouTube because I you know I watch like the air fryer reviews and stuff, and mm-hmm. he had made some chicken in the air fryer, you know, just seasoned it, no flour, breading, you know, batter, nothing like that, and mm-hmm. it didn't come out nothing like fried chicken. <laughs> More like, more like baked chicken. <laughs> I mean, high key. If you're not putting no, if you're not putting like no flour nothing on it, then bitch, it's gonna be baked. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Like I thought the whole point of it was for you to still be able to enjoy fried chicken without all of that starch and flour. Actually, the thing, of, the point of like air fryers is is you're supposed to still be frying shit, but without all the grease. I thought it was just faster cooking. What'd you say, Chantal? I thought it was just faster cooking. No, air fryers is like you frying shit, but you frying it without the grease. Yeah, I think it's faster cooking too, though. And like it's supposed to what y'all said. But anything you fry is going to cook fast, so. Mm -hmm. I had the strength vain, but I don't like frying anything. So I like my air fryer. I hate frying stuff. I hate frying stuff because then then your whole house be smelling like that too. Fried plantain. It has to be before I put on my outside clothes that I'm wearing to go somewhere because you're gonna be smelling like that shit all day. That's why I like a deep fryer. I don't like anything that's going to pop back on my titties when I'm cooking. Mm-mm. You get a deep fryer. The deep fryer got a lid on it, so you just put everything on it and you close the lid. That toilet tissue off of my sink. Uh-oh. Let me get this book. They got a bad habit of using toilet tissue and leaving it on the sink to get wet. That's the book. Get my notes. <laughs> Oh my god, my head hurts. They had me doing compliant shit. I'm just like, dog, I don't want to do this. <laughs> don't Can nobody you explain be- to me why this policy is <laughs> 34 cent this month. Yeah, I, I'm just like, dog, did you really come in my text messages about 34 cent? I need get out. Go shower. I don't care. Go shower. <laughs> <laughs> Get out! <laughs> on the way. Anya! Stop! She wants some attention from her mommy. Got me a damn sibling. Okay. Um, what else is going on? I don't want to do this interview tomorrow, and I feel like I shouldn't. We had a slight clap back today, but it was dissolved properly, so <laughs> we live to fight another day. <laughs> clap back. So, I don't know if uh, Ari called either one of y'all since yesterday, but yesterday, when she FaceTimed me, 
had like one long braid in her hair, like mm-hmm. a braid you put in, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just hey, she must be playing just a whatever. She FaceTimed me today, and girl got like five braids. <laughs> so I'm just like, what is going on with your hair? And she was like, ugh. And she got a bonnet on. <laughs> what? That girl did her hair? Huh? That girl did her hair or she did it? Girl, so that's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm just like, what you got going on with your hair? She was like, oh my God, mom. She was like, and I fell asleep, so my hair is all messed up. I I said, what are they doing to your hair? She was like, oh, I'm getting getting braids. So then I instantly hung up on her FaceTime. I'm taking her like, Hey, question. Um, are you cool with braids being in a four year old's hair? And he didn't wait. He texted her dad this. Yeah, because okay. I don't talk to his girlfriend directly unless it's like super necessary. So mm-hmm. um, he he answered me back, and I was like, um, okay. So we already dealing with the fact that Ari thinks she's older than she is. I'm not with putting in braids in her loose thin uh already cut it thinks she grown hair like she too young for that and he yeah. was like he was like first of all you need to relax they're clippings um i think her, i think her sister did it or whatever but yeah. you ain't got to worry about yeah. that i said i'm checking Anyway, we ain't got to talk about it no more. It's done. He was like, good. And that was it. So I was just like, okay. <laughs> because the way, the way she rated it, was like, we about to do the whole head today. I fell asleep and only part of it got done. I didn't know it was clippings. It don't look like clippings. But... I'm yeah, telling y'all, Ari, Ari, I hear she's going to be a bad bitch. I'm just like, fuck. I just feel like everything that happens at his house, it'd be like tiptoeing the levels of that shit. And I'm just like, dog, why would you even introduce this to her? Right. And then he's talking about how he don't even want her to, to be all grown and stuff like that. Like, but nigga, you like... enticing her. You got, already got her a backdrop for Christmas. You got her a camera so she could set up what she say? <laughs> My, um... It's my webcam for my videos for YouTube. Girl, let me find one video of you on YouTube. It's going to be me and your daddy. Uh, He's talking about how she's growing up too fast. But, nigga, what you need to understand is, like, you got this four-year-old coming to hang out with you and your older kids and your girlfriend. And are y'all grown? Yes! And y'all need to remember so, that she's four. <laughs> exactly. So I think it's like, I'm not saying she can never have these things. She can. But can we can we get to like Anya's age before the clip is even introduced? Yeah. But we didn't have to take it there because he um told me there was clipping, so I'm gonna let her and her sister have their fun, but I'm gonna need them to pump their brakes. How old are her siblings? Her sister is eighteen. 
18. Yeah, and and then her sister's brother is 21. Oh, damn. But I already know how for grown people. Exactly. And then my thing is like, okay, we understand that they're grown. We understand that her sister don't play with dolls and stuff. Ari can see the doll to a certain extent. Y'all gonna have to chill. Because you come over here with that grown shit and I'm gonna tell her no. And I'm gonna be the bad Damn. So. And the sister sister acting like Ari her baby. Listen! Ari was like, I was like, why? I said, she was like, sorry, I had to hang up earlier. I said, you didn't hang up. I did. She was like, well, I guess I'm just going to have to call you on your lunch. I said, you don't even know where my lunch is. By the time I said, you don't even know where my lunch is, the girl already hung up in my face. Uh-oh. I was just like, girl, if you saucy about what I told your daddy, then say that then. Right. <laughs> Get on my nerves. But anyway, um, what else is going on? <laughs> I'm sick of paying bills, y'all. Facts. The gas bill today, I paid the motherfucking Georgia Power bill for Thursday. So I don't feel the pressure of me having to do something on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And I looked at my calendar book because I'm setting it up for this month. And you telling me I'm paying bills and I gotta wait till Friday for a paycheck next Friday? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it Until next Friday. It's so disrespectful. But um, kudos to Kiki and I because on the 19th we're supposed to be getting uh, two two checks who um, this, this month who two, do you two, yeah for what as kids two credit two so some um <laughs> Some tax. Oh, yeah, Toby Toy in the background. Listen. Yeah, I know. Like, I wish I was totally not prepared. Um, <laughs> you but like you said what now? He was on TikTok and he was telling um, parents to watch out for two letters um, of a two t- different tax credits that you're supposed to get on the 19th and to save them in order to collect your money because if you don't and you've been getting that since last year when you go to do your taxes if you don't save those letters is information on the letters then it's going to hold up your taxes this year so I'm just like listen all the money yeah all the money that these people won't give me cool because I got plans so I ain't got to do the most for the money Okay, and <laughs> when this job drops that bonus, I'm going to throw the do because they're getting on my nerves. I'll leave them before that. 
no, I need all the extra money I can because I already got my approval to push back my loans until I think December of this year. So I ain't got to worry about that in March because it's supposed to start back up in March. And so I'm just setting myself up for any bill to come in because I already know I got it. So that is the plan. Um, a resume. And I wanna, let me say this. If you go from a motherfucking PC to a motherfucking Mac, it is so fucking annoying when it comes to your documents because it's like Apple wants their own shit for every fucking thing. But mm-hmm. when you want to convert your PC shit to whatever the fuck Apple is using, they give you such a hard time. I'm just like, dog, make it make sense. And you know Apple don't like to give you no directions for nothing. So, um, I'm slightly updating. It's been a hassle today. And they've been having me in chat all day, and I'm annoyed. But I'm going to run after we record. That's going to be that. I'm going to run. I haven't been running in two weeks. Been running. I've been giving these a break. But anyway. All right. So we ain't got nobody in the audience yet. And watch them come in when we're done. We are in episode three um, of Taraji P. Henson's Around the Way Girl. This is So What Page We on Bib Podcast. My name is Shan. That is Casey. And that is Kiki. And we are. Tr- friends in real life that decided you know what we got adult shit going on but we need to read because a lot of these motherfuckers out here are illiterate and dumb as fuck to read and we don't want to be a part of that crew so we are reading a book all right and it's taraji's book and uh we are on episode three we are discussing chapters seven through eleven We're on the next episode would be like the end of the book. And you bringing up that time. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I thought it was just me. Am I still breaking? Yeah, a little bit. What the fuck? <laughs> Is it still doing? Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay. I got off of the wife. Sometimes in my room, the Wi-Fi be acting like it can't reach. Oh, okay. Just put on my um my little internet on the phone, so we should be straight now. Anywho, um, we're reading chapters. Well, we're discussing chapters seven through eleven. We stopped at eleven. Well, some of us. I don't know where Kiki or Casey is because they have the audio. But uh, the book I actually, so what happened was I was gonna stop before 11 started, and then it just kept playing. And then before I realized it, I was in the middle of chapter 11. Okay, then don't say nothing. Um, not. so 
Okay, so chapter seven through eleven is what we were reading. Um, you know, I ain't even gonna hold you. Chapter eight was a lot, but um, <laughs> okay. So let's start. Let's just start. Chapter seven was called "Going to Hollywood," and let me just say this: if Taraji P. Henson's daddy was not who her daddy was. There would be no her- Taraji P. that we know. That's a fact. That man was always on her ass in a good way about her being her best self, about mm-hmm. her to itself. And it seems like people around her knew like she wanted things in life, but he was like that that flame under her ass in every way about her doing what she's meant to do so her dad um you know noticed like she was hustling as a single mom and you know she graduated she walked across that stage and she still wanted to do acting and he saw that she was getting into uh um a schedule or a routine of just working, 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 paying, paying, paying. No, she was doing dude, she was doing shit that wasn't what she wanted to do, like we do right. every day. Right. And and for me in college, I remember seeing people who I thought were really talented but were never doing what they were talented at. They were just focused on working, working, working. I need to do this because I need to pay bills. And they com- completely just like put themselves on the back burner. I'm just like, I don't want to do that. Like, right. I don't know what's going on in life. I don't want to have to do that. So um, a lot of us needed Taraji's daddy in life. But I'm glad she was one of those um, kids that listened to her dad. And when her dad was like, what are you doing? You need to be where the um, fish are. Fish need mm-hmm. to be where the fish need to be, basically. Um you don't need to be here. You need to be in Hollywood. You need to be... That man said, and that shit, I'm sorry to cut you off sometimes, but he, that man said, you fishing on land. You need to fish where the fish need to be at. Yes. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and so she always thought like, oh, you always saying crazy stuff, which he is, but the shit made sense. He just always mm-hmm. said it. Well, so... um. She listened and she took a chance and an opportunity that she had to basically shack up with one of her friends who were out um California doing like an acting gig or something. And she had her son with her and she was basically No, she lived with her cousin. It was her cousin. And Yeah, she was living with her cousin because uh, her cousin was living in California. Then son was a child. Oh, actor. Right. And and she was looking for work um, while she was out there. Um, <clears throat> eventually, her cousin had to go back, and so she had an apartment hunt. Mm-hmm. But uh, my question for Chapter 7 is, well, we know, Casey, you're not a parent yet. You're a fur parent. Human yeah. parent. But as a parent, for you guys in your mind when do you know when to push 
and when you push too hard for your kids. I don't know. Me either. Um, I don't know. Because it's like, how do you know if you're really doing a good job or not? Like, I just wake up and just wing it. for real like some days really be like that my thing is like I think you would have to really know your child's personality as a person separate from like that's my kid so some kids they really flourish if you push them some kids they resist and they're stubborn and they'll push back if you push them and I think Taraji's dad knew her enough to know like I need to push her now or she's not going to do it because she's going to listen to me. Versus some kids, if you push them, they'll purposely go against the grain and do what they're not supposed to do because you push them. Like, okay, so for me growing up, my parents never pushed me to do anything. Neither did mine. It was was like, oh, you're real good at that? That's good. Do you want to do it some more? Oh, you don't? All right, then cool. You don't have to do it anymore. Okay, so for it you worked. now, would you say that helped you or you wish they pushed you? Um, it's hard to say because I feel like you, I feel like what they did was, I mean, my parents did the best that they know how. Mm-hmm. Let's start there. Like so, they, they they did the best with the tools that they had, and my mom nor my dad were ever the type to be like, "Oh, um, I always wanted to be an actor or actress, or I always wanted to do this, or I wanted to do that, and my child wants to do it too, so I'm gonna push my child to do it because that's what I wanted to do, and I'm not gonna let what happened to me happen to them." Mm. I feel like with my parents, they did what they wanted to do. So it's like, if you don't want to do it, then don't do it. Mm. I I don't know. I feel like I feel like in order for in order for Anya to be like her best self, I'm going to have to push her. Mm-hmm. Because she's very, um, she's smart and she's witty, but she's like, she's super loving to like a fault, like my mom. Mm -hmm. She doesn't understand like everybody don't deserve that yet. And I'm going to have to like pull her in. Um, Always, she always concerned about what people think about her and what she does. Um, Aria, on the other hand, I don't feel like I have to push that child to do nothing. Yeah, Aria is the type of child you got to hold back from doing shit. Yes. Like, oh, slow down. Yes. So, um, that's going to be my gauge with things. Because I don't care how older I am or what kind of parent I am, I will fight some kids. Don't ever come to none of my kids incorrectly. But um, we're not there yet. But uh, that's what I was thinking about when I was reading that chapter. Anything else for uh, chapter seven? 
She lived in the hood and she ain't know. She lived in the hood. Right. <laughs> she didn't know. She didn't know because the projects are different in LA. Yeah. <laughs> Whose badass baby is that sitting outside while she getting Wayne? Mm-hmm. Like, she said the mama would probably end up doing coke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or crack. Or a prostitute. She said a homeboy was half dressed in the background. Oh, yeah. They were doing drugs and fucking. Listen, I'm just like, that's crazy. Um, chapter eight is called Black Boy Joy. And that was a tough one. She was talking about, you know, her son having struggles, um, racism, even like on the playground with other kids. Um, this is where I had the idea. To but I feel do- like every black kid goes through that, though, not just boys. They yeah. do. It's always to a different extent when it, whether it's a girl or a boy. Because um, like this, with the boys, it's like, oh, it's because you black. And with the girls, it's like, why you hella like that? Yes. But I feel like with the boys, though, the perception changes quicker as boys get older. Because like she said, like they could be eight years old and they look 12. Yeah. The same thing with but I told y'all what happened to me. I was 14 and people thought I was 21. Mm. A lot of girls, they develop faster, especially now that the food ain't real. Oh, yeah. And so that's a problem that happens with girls where people will automatically feel like, oh, she up to no good. She looks fast because her boobs is big. Like we said, you know, speed up the process, pump it up like it's some sneakers with a basketball on it, pump up the boob. We don't yeah. say that. I, I remember not wanting my titties when I had them. Mm-hmm. But then you also got to remember it's like the food that you eat in these lower income areas. So, like, these people eating, like, these people with all this moaned <laughs> up, hormoned up, fuck the bad food are living in lower income families. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, because I mean, who's living in the project shopping at Whole Foods and Trader Joe's? Nobody, right. <laughs> unless right. you're smart. <laughs> I mean, right, but then also, if you're living in the projects, do you have a car to go to Whole Foods and Trader Joe's? Because that's that's, right. a, that's a way from where you are, right? And you know, the only time they put a Whole Foods or a Trader Joe's or a Starbucks in the hood is when white people buy up enough hood real estate and now they want to change it over. Yeah, when they're gentrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this, this, this chapter made me think of yeah. I should do an episode on the We Black Talk. And the We Black Talk is different discussions because there's many things that um, parents of brown kids have to have with their kids on top of the regular parent-child shit. On top of, you know, what did you learn today in school? And now that they have this, oh, we're not going to teach, you know, the kids about slavery or that type of black history because it makes the kids feel bad now we gonna have to super teach our kids about the real history 
And it's going to be super important for us to share our stories of our families and our heritage and all of that because they are making it illegal for teachers to teach that in school now. That's fucking crazy. Ridiculous. I ain't never heard of no shit like that. But you know, I remember growing up, my parents made us watch Shaka Zulu. My parents didn't make me watch that. My parents didn't make me watch Roots, but my history teacher in seventh grade made us watch Roots for 12 weeks on VHS. And well, see, we watched Roots in my African American history class when I was in ninth grade. And that's if, that's if people have that. They basically trying to take that completely out of the school system. That's crazy. So it's always been like this double work that quote unquote black parents and you know Islander parents and uh, Hispanic parents have to have with their kids about who who we are, where we come from, what our family is, and oh yes, those kids over there do that, but you can't do that. We black. Don't forget to check out Let's Shop Bit, which is our podcast shop, okay? Just put it in y'all Googles or your Yahoo, whatever y'all use, bing bong, okay? Bing bong, and y'all bing, and uh, check out the show, check out the shop. And if you like to donate, you can donate to Red Circle, which is our link directly to the show so we can improve what we give you. Peace. Yeah, you know, um, I don't know. Like it made me be like, okay, maybe next season I might discuss that. Um, and it made me think about like all the different ages that you have to have the black kids talk. Right. With like the, with like the social media stuff and all our kids having access to stuff early. I, I've been having that talk with the girls since two years ago. And it's, you know, is what they see. It's like, you know, why is her hair like this? Why is my hair like not like this? Or I, I wish I was, uh, this was Anya like months ago. She told me she wished her skin was lighter. She wished she was Anya, lighter. Why? Are you already light skinned? But she don't so. And she don't think that because a lot of the people that she admire on TikTok are grown white girls. Why? Because they have the TikTok where, you know, like it'd be grown women or grown men on there and they're talking about shows and things that they say is funny. And so she kids naturally connect with who's giving them the information and then they start to look at them and they start to you know like what they like or check out what they say and I'm not gonna say like completely turn that off no because it's it's, it's I like the fact that she can watch stuff on YouTube and she knows more and she's learning things that I can't teach her. but at the same time I can't completely check out and be like this is not fucking with her psyche thinking like white is better or straight hair like this is better or having makeup like this on is better 
like she's gonna see those things and wonder why she can't do it or she's not it and she's not seeing kids that look like her getting these numbers and 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 mm-hmm. and getting all this you know attention that look like her yeah. and so it I, makes oh, go ahead. but okay. I think that's what it is though because she's not seeing people who who look like her do that yes right. and- and then, her- and then another thing is like she, I, I feel like she, I don't, I, I kind of want to say like she wants to kind of like be those people that's on YouTube, but she doesn't see herself on YouTube a lot. So she's like, well, if I got, if I want to be YouTube, if I want to be successful on YouTube, I gotta look like these white girls, right? And and I tell her like you don't, you could be yourself, but. It's one thing when your mom tells you you could be yourself versus other people appreciating it and telling you without being like, you should tell her this. And so it's, it's, it's something I constantly have to monitor. I constantly have to randomly have discussions with her, reassure her when I feel like, oh, like what if she's sitting and thinking this? Where I don't really know what she's thinking, and even if I said, "What are you thinking right now?" she'd be like, "Nothing." But I, it's like, <laughs> it's like I have to have like schizophrenia and and say shit out the blue randomly just to make sure, like, let me make sure I tell That's you. That's called this. Tourette's. Yeah, correct. <laughs> 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 I feel like. I have to have parental Tourette's in order to make sure I'm covering all pieces of my kids' thinking, and it's very exhausting. But I feel like that's what I'm supposed to do because for kids, it's like when you allow them their minds to wander. That's when they get into the most shit, or that's when they end up being in situations where they're unprotected because they're not knowledgeable. So it's kind of like people will be like you don't need to be talking to them about that. They're not old enough for that. And the thing is, they're not, but the world is telling them that they are. So I have to be on top of it. What kind of shows are she, is she watching on? Like, What kind of people is she watching on? Like, what are they talking about? I was gonna ask uh, that too because my nieces be watching these um two twin black girls on YouTube and they got like millions of views and you know, subscribers. Okay, so uh, Anya's not the kid that wants to watch other kids do like kid shit. Like, remember that boy that has like the toy deal? What? Anya, come here. <laughs> who is that? Who is that girl you watch on YouTube? <laughs> now she just called the baby over. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> she, um, <laughs> okay, the white girl called she's called Sniper Wolf, but that's mm. really not. But that's what she goes by. And she's basically grown as shit. She's like she has at least 23. But what is she talking about? That's the thing. She's talking about like you know how people go over like bloopers and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like random stuff. What? Get! <laughs> and, and she goes over like bloopers and stuff and like um, different facts and stuff. And maybe when she's traveling, London. I know 
was in London or Japan, she was like basically videotaping. <laughs> and so Anya, Anya gets to learn about different stuff in different countries and shit. I like mm-hmm. that part. But there's also some things that I feel like she talks about that kids don't need to know that yet. Like, you know what I think it is? Yeah. And I'm going to say this for me from my own experience with YouTube. With YouTube, if you see a topic and you click on the first video that you see, then you kind of get stuck on that one particular person because of that one particular video that they played was a really, really good one. Yeah. Until you decide that you want to venture out and look for different people talking about the same thing to get their point of view. I think what it is, Anya hasn't decided to go see if there's somebody else out there talking about the same thing that looks like her. That's where you as a mom needed to kind of, well, let me go if I see if I can find somebody and shoot it over to my child and be like, hey, Anya, look. Look at this girl talking about such and such. Come watch it with me. Yeah, but then she'd be like, I don't like that. I don't want to watch that. But Ari be be like, oh, that cute. I want to watch this. Or I want to do this because they're singing, because they're dancing, because they're doing mm-hmm. girly stuff. And Ari would watch that. My thing with Ari is I got to make sure you sticking on the his stuff. Because Ari will like a song, like that Giveon song. Mm-hmm. She'll be like, she be like, play and we all know that Giveon song is not for children. So she right. watching right. watch, watch the Giveon um, video, and she want to play it over and over and over again. And she looking at the girl, and she. She like um what's that other song? There's another song that she liked to play. It's not a kid's song. She watched yeah. the video. They they look a certain way, they doing a certain thing, and I'm just like, Y'all seen her uh selfies. So I'm just mm-hmm. ah! so it's like I have two different <laughs> girl personalities. That's I'm what I was just gonna say. You got two different personalities in yeah. uh, one house for right. a lot. It's it's hard and I just gotta face for what I'm saying applies to both and they don't feel like I'm trying to dictate what they like because I don't want to dictate what they like but there's just certain shit that's just not for kids and you don't need to know that yet um right but, but also you gotta realize you have so when you had Anya it was basically just you and your mom really raised Anya right now that you got Ari you got Ari, her dad. You got is is you Ari's dad, uh, her, her dad's girlfriend, and her two grown ass kids in the house. Right. So Ari isn't being just exposed to children shit at your house. She's being exposed to child shit, and she's also being exposed to grown shit because a house full of grown people aren't going to censor themselves for one four-year-old child that ain't there every day. Right. So it's, it's, it's work. That's the difference. And that's why, like, when she goes to her dad's house and then she comes back here, it's two days of, like, let me let me tune you the hell down because you too turnt. Yeah. Um, 
And so that's just an ongoing thing until she gets to the flow of, oh, that's the shit that I get to do at my dad's house, and that's what I don't do here. Yeah, um, she don't get there yet. Yeah, so it's 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 exhausting, but the we black talk happens a lot for us. Um, very early, and it's kind of like it feels like brown kids just they're born into a world where instantly we got to do more work than everybody else. Of course. And it, it it gets really exhausting. So I felt that in chapter 8 with Taraji talking about her son, um, the school, the teachers, the racism, um, her son's dad died. And even mm-hmm. though like, even their relationship not yeah. working, I feel like he was a good dad. That yeah. was it for me, though. Yeah. That was it for me. <clears throat> the school and then the dad dying. like, And then her dad dying. <laughs> yeah, her yeah, dad. like, that's too much. Uh, her son was depressed. Her noticing mm-hmm. that her son was depressed. That was mm-hmm. good. Notice. Therapy. Hella prayer. Um... Her not giving up on him, <clears throat> especially for like single um, black moms, uh, the fact that we have to do a lot more, and then we have a a child that's going through their own shit, and we see it, but there's only so many hours a day, and you have to sacrifice a lot more, and it's kind of like some moms do give up on their kids and they just let the streets raise them or whoever they cling to raise them. And that sometimes works good for them and sometimes it works against them. And I feel like that's a lot of, that's a big gamble that a lot of moms who are single mothers, black mothers of black boys take. And um, I feel like a lot of times when basically Taraji wanted better for her and her son, some moms who are in that transition just think, let me just leave you here with my mom or leave you here with my aunt and I'll come back when I'm settled. And a lot of times when parents try to do that and come back and get the kid, that kid done grew up a callous against needing you. And, and and wanting you to be there as a mom. I feel like that happened with one of my close friends. And fast forward, now her son, you know, gravitating to people around him in the street that don't really give a fuck, got him in some shit where he's serving 30, 30 years before he get parole. Damn. And she won't, he won't get parole until my friend is in her 80s. And 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 it's not to say all kids gonna end up that way, but both of her sons, she left to be raised by her mom and her aunt, while she moved so she could get settled and bring them down. By the time she brought them down, they was already in the mind frame like, I can handle myself. I can raise myself. I'm going to just deal with my people. Fuck everything you talking about. And when your your sons have that mentality, it's hard to reel them back in so they can feel like 
they need you in a motherly sense. So one of her sons chose to go to the Navy mm-hmm. and set his life up to where it works out for him. And her other son chose the street. But I don't think it's a mentality. I think what it is, is it's like, okay, you kind of, you're not as a parent and then you get up and leave to do a better life for your kids. Your kids, your kids don't see that. Your kids are too young to understand that. All they, all your kids know is my mom got up and, and moved away and then left me here. Yeah. Some kids are mature enough to understand. Some of them aren't. And nah, that's nah, nah. I mean, like, it, it, I mean, you're not going to tell Anya that and Anya's going to comprehend that. No, because Anya's at a part, a, a point right now where she's young to understand that. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying some kids have the emotional maturity to understand. To handle it. I don't think I'm, any kid's gonna understand that unless they're over the age of fifteen, right? Or they grow up and they understand it as they get older. They understand it more when they get older. But some kids, you ever meet a child and be like, "God damn, like you got an old ass soul," and they're just super humble compared to other kids in their age. Uh-uh. Not- I, I don't think they still understand it. I think they just say it's okay because that's what mommy wants to do. Yeah, like I feel like the results of what of a missing parent will show up in different ways, but we just don't know how it will show up. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, my point is that's the gamble that a lot of parents take. Not a lot of parents would have did like Taraji and took a baby to Hollywood. Right. To try to get an acting and do it like that. They would have left the baby with somebody, but I just think I admire the fact that she was like, no, he gonna be with me. Right, but also you gotta you gotta remember too in the book she mentioned that when they were in therapy, her son like went off on her about leaving and going to do these jobs and leaving him in California with his grandma. Yeah, and she was like, "But I was out here working, trying to get us money," and he was like, "But you weren't there." Mm. So. <clears throat> What really hit me <laughs> at the close of that chapter is when after all of the the grief that her son was going through with, you know, her dad missing, his dad missing, and him not really having that was in his card when he was like, he was like, mom, you loved me when I didn't love myself. Oh, yeah. And I feel like it's moments like that when parents feel like they they get up every day and they wing it and they don't know if they doing a great job or not. But it's like when you go through like the ugly shit and you get to a point where your child says some shit like that to you. So you feel like, God damn, I thought I was working in vain. <laughs> like, um, like is is that that matters at the end of the day? Like even when she was like, you know, I understand like young kids smoke weed, so I know he smoked weed, but I noticed that he was smoking it a bit too much, or he was doing a bit more of it. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm, um, I feel like I'm gonna be, I ain't gonna be like absolutely no drugs. I, I'm not gonna be like I'm like girl. I know you got greenery on you. I smelt that shit. <laughs> I know it's. 
You know I what I'm saying? Work with her son is like 15. Well, her son, like at the time, her son was like 14, 15. He was yeah. just entering in high school. So, you know, you hit high school, that's when you start fucking with people that like smoke weed and stuff like that. Yeah. He was like, my child can't hold high. And I was like, you okay with that? She says, look, he gonna do it. He, he gonna do it if I tell him not to or if I do. So I'd rather him do it and me know about it than him not than him do it and me finding out about it. Same. I'm the same. I feel like I'm gonna be the same way. My thing is like, don't think you about to come in here every fucking day reeking of this shit, being loud with this shit, and you not on top of your shit. Right. But um, it's gonna be a weed head, be a functioning weed head. I feel. I feel like when it does happen, don't call CPS on me. But it's gonna be us. Like it's gonna be. Let's have a first session on me, so you can see how you feel on this. <laughs> I feel like that too. Like <laughs> you're not about to be out here with anybody having your first session. The fuck no. Right. But yeah, because yeah. you gotta make sure that you know they're not gonna come across somebody who's trying to lace their shit up. Exactly, or know what to look for. Right. Right. But yeah, that um that chapter was a hard one. Uh, chapter nine called "Breathing Life into Art," and I'm just like, okay, let's let's get a break on, on the the tears a little bit. No, this girl went straight into the fact that her daddy is dying of liver cancer. Listen, I'm just oh my god, while she's working. While she's you working, know, and when she was narrating it and talking about it, she you could hear her getting choked up about it. Well, I'm glad I didn't have the audio because maybe I would have felt a bit worse. Than nah, in the audio, like I heard her getting choked up about it, and I started to get emotional too because I'm like, "Damn, bitch! Like your daddy, mm. my daddy too." Yeah, like you know, telling her dad um, to let go. Like what? Yeah, and then, told, like, if you're ready to let go, daddy, just let go. And then you know, automatically when I was reading that part, I'm just like, oh my god! I know when Casey reading this, I'm just like, dog, would you be able to tell your dad that? Yeah, that's a lot. Let me tell you something. My mom. So my mom is like telling me everything and showing me where everything at for her in case something happens to her mm-hmm. because she knows I'm the only one out of all her kids that's gonna be like what the fuck you crying for like we need to get this shit handled like I understand especially she's gone I understand you miss her and she's gone I miss her too but we need to get this shit handled she was like Mm-mm. she was like don't really it's take me you don't do none of that she was like just let me go Hmm. My mom already gave me the conversation. She already mailed me copies of like the life insurance policy. She took out an extra life insurance policy on Anya. Like she already told me like what's what's the deal. Mm-hmm. And I girl, I am of all of your kids and none of my brothers can handle the conversation. Mm-mm. 
but I couldn't handle it either for my mom. You could or you couldn't? I could not. Oh, you was doing everything for your mom? Is you were the one that she had the conversation with? She didn't have a conversation with none of us. Oh. Because mm. she knew none of y'all could handle it. Probably. Yeah, usually, like, the, usually parents have the conversation with the kid that they know, like, all right, if something happens, like, they're going to keep a level head. No, she didn't have a conversation with either one of us. And then she put me in charge of everything, and I'm the farthest one away from her out of everybody else. Because you're the oldest. Mm-hmm. I got your sister that has a two older than you. No, you would think that, but she's not. She's a what? Yeah, me and Kiki had that conversation already, and I said the same thing. What? Yeah, she just yeah, she's not, but she's the one who 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 did all the funeral mm. and stuff. Like she did all the financial planning and the funeral and finding the life insurance policy. I was still in Atlanta, Georgia, when he was doing all that because I couldn't take it. Well, at, to be fair, you just had a baby, so. Yeah. Yeah. That too. Yes. But, yeah, that was a lot with her working, how she was going in and out of, like, the work that she was doing while she was grieving. And I'm just like, girl, the strength. How? Um, with her doing Hustle and Flow, with Benjamin Button, one of my favorite movies. I never seen that movie. Me either. I never seen Hustle and Flow. I never oh. seen Hustle and Flow or Benjamin Button. What? <laughs> you have to see it. Benjamin Button is so good. I want to see it now. It's so good. And then when she was talking about her cousin while doing Benjamin Button, it it really gave me like the visuals of it, and I'm just like, dog. And I always wondered. While she was doing that movie, what is she thinking about to to get to this part? Because it was real. It was like it was this is a legit a real a real movie. This is really happened. How she was in that movie. So y'all gotta watch it. Um, Hustle and Flow come on all the time, and y'all ain't never watch it. Uh, I just never got into it. Wow, what's up? I just saw that it was another one of those John Singleton Hubbard movies on BT. Oh my god, it's so good. Um, yeah, I never had a desire to want to watch it. Oh my goodness, so good. We got a message. So, what makes your power? Just saying. Because I know you're a powerful person. So, what makes your power? Just saying. Because I know you're a powerful person. What makes powerful? What makes powerful person? Who said that? I don't know. Lucy, explain yourself. Yeah, and speak up next time. Yes. Uh, um. But anyway, um, how she grieved her daddy while she was working, that was a lot. Um, when she was talking about the gold tooth while 
on her song floor. Um, and she was like, she gotta have a gold tooth too. Um, and powder but- on her neck. Yes, like who thinks of that shit? But if you go to the hood, that's the thing. Like women with powder on their their boobs and at that their chest, like period. That's what you did. Um, you know her losing her cousin and them being super close. Like that was a lot, and her just like working through it. Um. It was just, it was just like highs and lows that whole time. Uh, chapter ten was called "Building Character," and I was like, "Oh my gosh, your comedian is Mr. Pryor, like me." So when you was talking about that part, I'm just like, "Girl, me and my dad used to stay up. That's the only thing he would allow me to stay up for is Richard Pryor or Sanford and Sons." And we would that we would watch that shit, and I'm just like, I know I'm not supposed to be watching it, but as long as I sit on my lap, he's not gonna send me to his bed, to my bed. So I'm gonna stay here and watch it. And we will watch it, and we will watch it, even if the jokes went over my head. I'm just like, the way his mannerisms was when he said that was rude. So I feel like that was funny. But Richard Pryor, the reason why I like Richard Pryor's stand up was because he wasn't lying to make you laugh. He was telling you legit shit that was crazy as hell that he was doing in life that now we can laugh about it because you didn't die. And that was like always his um, way of giving you a good show is just by being very raw and direct and saying what you think he's not going to say. Um, she talked about how she admired Angela Bassett. I'm just girl. The best. Um, she talked about Sanaa Lathan. Um, she talked about how she was playing Yvette. And how she was getting into the character. When he was. He referred back to Yvette a lot of times. So Listen. And now it makes sense. Because I feel like she was channeling like just dealing with you know her kid's dad earlier on or just like just being irritated and all of that um she talked about the I mean to be honest Taraji is Yvette like she went (laughs) she she was Yvette before Yvette was even a character facts just like that's why I'm just like girl why did you resist that role so much um, she talked about the show Division that she did, which I didn't really know she was on until later, but I didn't really watch that like that. Um, and I, I'm just happy that she learned how to lean into her instinct to speak up. Like, if the director said do this, she would add a bit more, or she would add something, and it would work out for her. Sometimes when a lot of actors and actresses do that, people automatically label them like hard to work with or it doesn't follow directions or they don't pick you because you always have more to add. But it seems like the directors that she worked with a lot was open to like her adding shit on. So um, Mm -hmm. that's how that chapter ended. It was was pretty good. I enjoyed those chapters. 
any thought. What's up, Jamie? Um, let me tell you, when you get in chapter eleven, it's uh, gonna be like, nigga, what? Wow. I'm not trying to read tonight. I'm trying to work out tonight, so I'm not gonna let you do that to me. But we almost done. This book is basically done. Yeah, that's okay. How many chapters is it? We only got till thirteen. Thirteen is the last chapter. Oh, so we got eleven chapters then. Yeah, that's it. Eleven, twelve, and thirteen. So yeah, yep. three more chapters to read. Yep. Um. So our last episode would be on the 18th and it would be chapters 11 to 13 and we'll be done. That will be episode four. Our new book will start February 1st. That's on a Tuesday. And we'll just talk about the author. We won't read anything. And the next book is The Mother of Black Hollywood, Jennifer Lewis. I think we all gotta have the audio. So, um, I actually gotta we'll... download it tonight because, um, Audible gives you one free download a month. So, I'm gonna download that tonight. Yeah. So, that will be a quick read. But, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty good. You know, she was, um, she was in the mentions on Twitter when, um, uh, Homeboy was talking about, Lamar Odom. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know they were talking. I didn't know that either. And I kind of wish they had worked it out. <laughs> I don't know. I don't... Omar o- um, Odom. Yeah, Lamar Odom. Lamar, Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom who? Taraji, they were dating for a little bit. Oh, for real? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, he said so that he why... left her for Khloe Kardashian. That's why I tweeted. Why? I was like, I wonder if that's in the book. Maybe. Mm-hmm. We'll find out. Yeah. Well, that's that weird. girl. Ugh. She just being a girl. Sorry first. So everybody's like, oh, he has another girl pregnant and they, he got another baby on the way. How you have an abundance of picks of black men if you want to go for black men and you pick somebody to be a clown for. I don't feel bad for her. Me, me. I don't feel bad for any of them. But I do feel like she owes um, that girl an apology. The black girl? Jordan Woods. Oh yeah, but I feel like Jordan Woods came up because they was throwing so much dirt on her. Mm. Y'all, y'all saw that um... Y'all saw that somebody uh, told on a shit. What's her name? The one that's with Travis. Travis, who? What's his? The Kardashian. Yeah. So she's not a Kardashian. She's a Jenner. She's a Jenner. So somebody bust her bubble and was like, "No, one of the girls that." Chloe baby daddy was dealing with was like you 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 lied and you didn't want me to tell that um Chloe's sister was actually sleeping with Drake so she bust her bubble. Mm-hmm. I'm just like dog that that family be sleeping with everybody like why don't y'all just share everybody? Mind just who are the black dudes? I 
like, what? Make it make sense. But Tristan, it's just like, like the, uh, like how many times are you going to do this? I don't know why. He's not even that cute. It's like he's friends for everything but basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> I missed. Um, but anyway, I don't have anything else. Me either. <sighs> What's a what's a read so far? It yeah, I'm enjoying it. It is a good read. I didn't know she had went through all that. Me neither. I was like, I want to know why her and her child's father didn't work. I didn't know he was killed. Like, oh. beat my her. Mm-hmm. I, I know that, but like, I want to know why he's just not around. I didn't know he was killed. I didn't know that. Oh. Part. Yeah. But she was right to leave his well not leave his ass but not tolerate it yeah, I'm glad she did her pictures were so cute she got her pictures in the book I still I still I need to order the um a hard copy of it or like snap she got a she got a white woman top lip. I was like, I know oh, what? <laughs> a white woman top lip. <laughs> Real thing? Yeah. <laughs> I could not. <laughs> uh, so yeah. All right, guys. I'm about to sweat it out and hold my titties. All right, I'm gonna grab me something to eat. Enjoy. I'm in the bed. I got broccoli and a chicken breast that I'm going to eat. Anya said my broccoli smell like booty. Uh, Till tomorrow, guys. Hi, y'all. Good night. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.